Right now, the world couldn't be more chaotic. History shows us what gold does when the world goes crazy. It goes up in value. Right now, we're in unprecedented times. The pandemic, the war in Ukraine, the devaluation of the U.S. dollar. Gold and other precious metals are a defense measure against the hyperinflation that's happening right now. So what can you do to protect yourself? This is what you do. Call my friend, Alan Johnson at United Gold Group. He's dedicated to helping people secure their retirement income. He'll help you with gold, silver, and other precious metals and show you how to set up your own self-directed IRA. Safe and secure, United Gold Group makes gold ownership easy and affordable. There couldn't be a better time. Call now and get a Silver American Eagle proof set with a qualified IRA. Call 800-753-8534. Again, that's 800-753-8534 or visit unitedgoldgroup.com. I'm Clyde Lewis, and you're about to listen to a sample of today's Ground Zero show. If you'd like to hear the podcast in its entirety, sign up at aftermath.media. I'm Clyde Lewis, and this is Ground Zero. The number is to call tonight, 503-225-0860 or 866-536-7469. Calling the program tonight. It's a Friday night and a lot of stuff going on. It's also St. Patrick's Day. Happy St. Patty's Day to everybody. You know, I could have talked about leprechauns, but I decided not to because there's an obsession going on with me. And uh, I have been, <laughs> I've been secretly having this obsession, doing some studying on it, and something showed up in a headline recently that got me going, wow, this, this seems to be a pattern. I'm onto something. Maybe not. Maybe I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm just think, overthinking this, but. Since the meeting back in January of the World Economic Forum, uh, if you recall, we were listening a little bit to the religious panel they had there. They had a number of clergy, different religions, because they want to have unity, of course. They want, they want uh, equality in the religions. They want to be heard so that they feel that you know we have to have some sort of a religious narrative that we all can agree on, some ecumenical you know, love fest about where we come from, you know, why are we here and where are we going when we die? And so I was obsessed with that discussion, listening to it. And of course, someone had brought up the return of the sons of Elohim. And that has always, always struck me as, as something that for some reason, I can't get it out of my mind that the sons of Elohim were brought up because of what the sons of Elohim are, or what they are purported to be. Now they're different interpretations a lot of people say that the sons of elohim were of course they are um i don't know the watchers the gregory the you know the the anunnaki or i don't know just a number of names i've heard a lot of people you know discuss it uh, many of them think that they're fallen angels uh and you know maybe i i there's just so many ways to look at this and when you look at who the sons of elohim are you, you always go to Genesis 6 in the Bible. And there are a lot of theories about the sons of the Elohim. And you have to go bit by bit through the Old Testament. And then also you have to go bit by bit through the book of Enoch. And 
the idea that the sons of Elohim were angels comes largely from the book of Enoch. And, of course, Jewish and Christian scholars rejected that idea. And uh, the Greeks believed in demigods. They believed in titans. They believed uh, the mythological uh, warrior Heracles was produced by his father Zeus, the god of the sky, and his mother uh, Alcmene, who was a mortal woman. So the relationship between God and mortal produced what is known as a demigod, meaning half human, half God, or half human, half angel, or uh, half human, half Elohim, the people of the light, literally. So when you look at the book of Enoch and you look at you know what is known and what is talked about, there's a similar story here that seems to be taken from Greek mythology, and that is uh, there was a time when 200 divine or angelic beings, the sons of Elohim, visited the daughters of men, thus creating giants or demigods. So the angels mated with mortal women, or at least they say they're angels. Of, uh, there were many manuscripts uh, from the 5th century that talked about it being the angels in Genesis 6-2 instead of the sons of Elohim. And not one of the Hebrew manuscripts, however, used the word, word angels and said they called them the sons of Elohim in Hebrew. So when you read the Antiquities of the Jews, which is Josephus, who was a historian, he was talking and he related that there are beings, okay? they don't. He doesn't talk about their morality or who they lean towards, whether it be God or, or Satan or whatever. He just said that, there are times, and this is in the Antiquities of the Jews, where angels or those beings from the sky do have relationships with the daughters of men. And it is known that Josephus had early associations with the Essenes, which of course was a Jewish religious sect that had some mystic teachings. And so this association may have led Josephus to adopt some of the doctrines and beliefs of these beings coming down and spreading their star seed. So yeah, there's a lot of uh, uh, there's a lot of stuff that I've been looking into about the sons of Elohim because I know that it's all influenced and infused with a lot of Greek and Roman mythology. And during the times of Enoch and of course the Essenes, you got to remember the influence at the time were the Greeks and the Romans, and they incorporated Greek beliefs into a belief system. And so these angelic beings, whatever they may be, had relationships with mortal women, not not the fact that you know they were bad angels or good angels, but they take into account that what this did is it perverted God's creation or Yahweh's creation. Okay. So the sons of God in the first theory sense that spread their star seed are fallen angels. The daughters of men are mortals. So the wickedness for which they are condemned is an unlawful relationship between these beings of renown or the old ones or whatever, or the Titans or anything. And then what they did is they created a perverted offspring. Okay. And so the sin, I guess, at a large extent is either the fault of angels, but if they were angels, then why did Noah, why, why was man punished with the flood during the times of Noah? See, that's the thing. Is this theological difficulty with the existence of human beings who are at least in part not descended from Adam, 
but descended from the star seed of the sons of Elohim. And maybe the sons of Elohim star seed are the very beings that are among us today. And they're in leadership roles like kings and queens and popes and presidents. Their bloodlines are all uh, somehow analyzed. And they are destined to become our leaders because they are a part of a synarchy. They're a part of a, a more divine and holy group that they are to many Christians or conservative uh, viewers of religion, they wouldn't be considered divine. They'd be considered fallen angels. And there's a reason why I'm obsessing about this because of a headline that I was reading, at least two headlines I was reading the past few days that I wanted to share with you about the return of the sons of Elohim. 503-225-0860 or 866-536-7469. I'm Clyde Lewis. You're listening to Ground Zero and we'll be back. You just listened to a segment of Ground Zero. If you'd like to hear previous shows along with having access to our online library and social media platform, sign up now at Aftermath.media. It's only $10 a month, and there's also yearly specials to fit your budget. Again, go to Aftermath.media. I'm Clyde Lewis, and thank you for supporting Ground Zero.